Live Spring number 108. Lima, Sierra. Cabin crew prepare for immediate departure. Quiet on the set. Quiet, people! In three, roll tape. Two, rolling. One. Hey, how you doing? I'm back from the expo. Live from our studio. And now your host. Lots of news. <laughs> Hello there. Oh, <laughs> my broke there. Hello there, and how are you today? Welcome to the LifeSpring Podcast, number 108. I've got a really busy day for you today. Before you start your show. Oh, oh, wait a minute. You need to... You're coming in here? Yeah. What's well, up? Before you get your show started, before I go to bed, because I got a cold, I want to come and say congratulations on winning the Podcast Peer Awards. You got first place in the... Spiritual, what division was it? Spiritual? It's called Spirituality and Religion, and thank you. You're welcome. I'm just very proud of you, and I wanted you to know that. Well, thank you very, very much. I'm really honored to have the other podcasters vote this award for me. It's really, really humbling, I have to say. Yeah, it's very sweet. So, well, I'm going to bed, so I'll see well, you in the morning. Yeah, you're, you're, you're kind of under the weather. Well, yep. thank you for coming in. Hey, but before you go away... What? You have some kind of some exciting news as well, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> when we were at the expo, we were having some meetings with the pod show people, of course, and um, they gave us some news about your brand new show, Your Wedding, Your Way. I have a sponsor. Already there's a sponsor. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so you'll have to listen to Your Wedding, Your Way to find out what that's all about. But uh, there will be a Your Wedding Your Way out tomorrow if Leanne can get some of her health back. And be sure and take great advice to what I have to say because I need your help. <laughs> okay. Good night, baby. Thank night. you. Love you. I love you. Don't kiss me on the lips. Okay, I won't. <laughs> oh, well. That was a surprise. Lovely Lady Leanne. She is the love of my life, and uh, she is a sweetheart. All right, so anyway, in the interest of time today, I'm not even going to play. I'm going to, well, I'm just going to dispense with the music. No songs today. The shows have run a little bit longer lately than I think you want them to, so I'm going to get right into the message today, right into the content anyway. So uh, let's uh, fade this theme music out. And let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the expo before we get into stuff. Well, let me see here. You know, by the way, let me know if you would rather have music or if you'd rather me just get to stuff and maybe cut the show just a little bit shorter. Let me know. Of course, all the contact information will be at the end of the show. All right, so the Podcast Expo was in Ontario this last weekend. And if you listen to a lot of podcasts, you may be getting sick and tired of hearing about it. But let me just say that, um, well, I met a lot of good friends and I made some new friends. But let me just name some of the names. Now, I know I'm going to forget somebody, but as I sat down and, and took some notes today, I wrote down these names, the, the names of people that I met or that I saw or that I just kind of reacquainted uh, the friendships with. First off, there's Jeremy Vaught. And of course, Jeremy is a good friend of mine. He's from here uh, in Southern California. He does the Triathlon Radio Podcast. Then there was Victor Cahiao with the typical PC user podcast, the uh, let's see, typical Mac user co- podcast. 
and the Immigration Tales podcast. Adam Christensen with a MacCast, Rob Walsh with Podcast 411, and I have to tell you a story about that. I was at the uh, OC Podcasters, Orange County Podcasters uh, booth on, I think it, this one was Saturday, and Rob Walsh came by. He was going to be on the air. We were streaming some of, uh, well, the whole time that we were there, there was one of the OC Podcasters podcasting, at least one. A lot of times there was two. And some of the times we even had a, a guest in. Well, part of the time, Rob Walsh was there, and he was a guest on our streaming presentation. And he brought his book, Tips of the Podcasting Masters, along. And it, it was so weird. This is the first time this has ever happened to me. He asked me to sign his book. Because in his book, Tips of the Podcasting Masters, he uh, wrote some very nice things about the LifeSpring podcast. Uh, so he had me uh, sign uh, the page that he talks about that. So that was kind of a, a, a neat and a strange thing all at once. And of course, while we were, well, not of course, but while while we were there and while uh, Rob was there, um, uh, Father Roderick came along. And he was going to be interviewed on the air. And, and so Rob had Father Roderick sign the book, too. So I'm on one side of the page, and you flip it over, and Father Roderick signed on the other side. So that was kind of fun. Another person that I saw this weekend and spent some time with, and I'll talk about this a little bit later, is Bruce Murray from the Zedcast. Ron, of course, from Griddle Cakes Radio, who lives down here in Southern California. We'll be talking about him a little bit later. I met Callie Lewis and her husband, Neil. And uh, that was really... <laughs> I have to tell you something funny about that as well. They were working during the almost the entire weekend videotaping. And, of course, Callie does um, Geek Brief TV. It's a, it's a video podcast on tech and gadgets and stuff like that. Uh, really good show. Very, very popular show. They get millions of downloads every month. It's amazing. But uh, while I was at the, the pod show um, suite on this was Friday... I went over to introduce myself. We've, we've, I think I've mentioned to you, we've emailed several times, Callie and I and, and uh, her husband Neil and I, we've emailed several times. And so when I saw them with their, their setup after they uh, were done taping somebody, I went over to introduce myself and say hi. And, and uh, Callie came over and gave me just this great big bear hug. And uh, it <laughs> part of the set that they had was... Uh, uh, they were interviewing people sitting on this this love seat, and so you know, of course, I was standing up, and Callie was standing up. But when she gave me the bear hug, when I let go of her, I didn't realize, but I must have been supporting her whole weight. She's a very thin girl, but anyway, when I let go, she fell. <laughs> she like tripped onto the onto the the love seat. I felt horrible. I mean, it just I was embarrassed. I felt bad, but you know, she just laughed and giggled, and you know, as she always does, she's got a great giggle, doesn't she? But I said, oh, that's the first time in a long time I've swept a woman off my feet like that. But, uh, oh, was I embarrassed. But like later on, I told her how, you know, how bad I felt. And she says, don't worry about it. I do that all the time. So anyway, that was a funny story. Uh, Bob Wright from the Baseball History Podcast was there. Jason Watts from the History. The History. Now, there's Baseball History, and then there's the History Podcast. Jason Watts does the History Podcast. And Bob and Jason are both in the OC Podcasters group. A real highlight for me of the weekend was meeting Steve and Don from For What It's Worth. Shortly before, well, let me see, when was it? Was this last December? Steve nearly died from uh, health complications. He had back surgery and there were some complications. He nearly died, but 
Steve and, and I have emailed many, many, many times. He's from up, they're both from up in the Sierra uh, here in California. And uh, so anyway, just a sweet man and a sweet lady. And uh, they came down and I spent uh, quite a lot of time with those two. And I really appreciate that. And guys, uh, God bless you. C.C. Chapman, of course, from Accident Hash and Managing the Gray and uh, U-Turn Cafe podcasts. C.C.'s just a fantastic guy, and I, I got to see him again. Saw Brother Love there. Brother Love has one of the most popular songs in Podsafe music. He was there. And uh, Leo Laporte, I saw Leo. Uh, Michael Gohagen, <coughs> excuse me, from the... Let's see, he started with Real Reviews, which is a movie review thing, but now he's he's become a, an empire unto himself. And he does the, uh, the the official Disneyland Resort podcast. Doug Kay, who is now a business uh, partner with Michael Gohagen. Of course, Doug Kay from IT Conversations. I talked to him. Uh, let's see. Paul Figiani, who is like the guru when it comes to audio equipment. He does the Point Podcast and Podcast Rigs. Paul's a great guy. And then special thanks to Scott Stice, who is uh, who does the Curbside Investigator. Also, Jason Tucker from GeekFit. Those guys put together the, the booth at the Orange County Podcasters uh, booth. And, you know, you can see pictures of all this at my Flickr site, by the way. So uh, just go to lifespringpodcast.com and go to any one of the shows. And in the right, yeah, right-hand column, there'll be a, a link for or, or an icon or a button or whatever you want to call it for my Flickr page. On Friday, I did two hours on the live stream and one of those hours I was with Craig Patchett of of course Godcast the Godcast network at godcast.org and the second hour I was with uh, Trevor Carpenter from the Scribe Music Show Screver has a great uh, Screver <laughs> Trevor has a great show the Scribe Music Show see Scribe and Trevor you get Screver <laughs> Anyway, I spent uh, quite a long time talking to him on the air. That was fun. And then I mentioned Craig, Craig Patchett, uh, Rev Tim. I saw him. We were going to have him on the air, but then when it was time to put him on the air, we couldn't find him. So I uh, saw Rev Tim. Now, there was Greg and Jennifer from the Rosary Army. Here's an excerpt from their latest show that uh, they talked about the expo. And we got to meet so many interesting people. Yeah. It was really a great opportunity to finally put a face with a voice that we've been hearing for so long. And uh, But there are far more other podcasters that we had never even heard their shows before, but we were at least familiar with the names of these shows. Right. And very warm, kind people. Um, a lot of other Christian podcasters were also there. They all the guys from the LifeSpring podcast. Yeah, and, you know, we all felt the need to have a presence at this very secular event, and um, we were definitely in the minority. But it was still really cool to be there and to introduce yourselves to you know uh, members of other faiths, and it was great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the all the guys from the LifeSpring podcast. Yeah, there was <laughs> Leanne and I, but uh, that was really sweet. Uh, Greg and Jennifer are two very very nice people, and as a matter of fact, I had my picture taken with Greg and Jennifer, and the lovely lady Leanne and Father Roderick. So if you want to see that, check out my Flickr stream, and and you'll see that. And it's funny when we were when we first stood uh, stood there to take the pictures. Um, in order of left to right, it was something like this. It was like uh, 
Greg and then Jennifer and then Father Roderick and then myself and then Leanne, something like that. But when you looked at it, it looked like it was the the Catholic side and the Protestant side. So I said, hey, guys, why don't we mix it up a little bit so it looks like we're, you know, sort of at least in one accord here. So, (laughs) yeah, Roderick said, yeah, we need to uh, ecumenicalize here a little bit. So, yeah, we mixed it up. So look that up at the on the Flickr pages. It's a really nice picture. As a matter of fact, um, Greg had a really great um, honor, I guess you might say, on I believe it was Friday night. The um, the Doctor Floyd. Have you ever have you listened to that? It's a great family safe uh, kids podcast. But uh, they did a live um, presentation of their show, and uh, Greg, who has a great voice, was the narrator for this particular episode, and he's a big um, uh, Doctor Floyd fan. So that was really cool for them. So anyway, I met them. Let's see who else. Uh, Gary from Podcast Pickle, uh, Trucker Tom, got my picture taken with him, and you really do have to go see those pictures of those of, of <laughs> Tom and I. And let's see, John Wall from The M Show, a very high-quality podcast. Uh, the M Show, John Wall is just a prince of a guy, and I uh, spent quite a bit of time with him. I'll tell you, tell you a little bit more about him in a couple of minutes. Um, on the elevator, I met a guy by the name of Lane Williams, and he has a, a fascinating podcast called The Missing Alert Podcast, and he talks about missing children. Check that out. On Okay, now, Pod Show had their suite at a different hotel than what the Expo Hotel was. The Expo Hotel was at the Marriott. Pod Show had theirs at the Sheridan, which was a, well, about a block or so away. Well, they hired... A Hummer, a big black Hummer limo to take us from, you know, one event to the other. And on one of the rides over, I met um, Lynette Young, who does a scrapbooking uh, podcast called Scrapcast.com. Very nice lady. Another one I met was Ed Vodder, who does a Searching the Internet podcast. You thought you knew about searching? Nah. Check it out. Searching the Internet. Ed Vodder. Uh, met Jeff again from Javon D Radio. He's part of the OC Podcasters. Met Andy from the Andy Cast. And at the same time as I met Andy, I met uh, Bruce Murray, whom I've already mentioned. Um, let's see, from Pod Show, for the first time in, well, let's see, I met Richard Brewer Hay, who is one of the, the, uh, uh, the main liaisons between the podcasters and the company. I met him, I guess, last year at the pool when I first interviewed Adam Curry, but I don't remember meeting him. I've told him that, so I'm not telling anything out of school here. But um, we, we got reacquainted, shall we say, uh, there uh, at the expo. Also met uh, Podcast Joe or Joe Podcast, whichever you want to say. He also works for Pod Show. Marcus Crouch and Barbara. Uh, Marcus, of course, does the Scene Zine and the Pod Show uh, Rewind. Excellent music podcasts. Brian Clark with Grape Radio. Grape Radio won for Podcast of the Year with the People's Choice Awards. So they've got a a great podcast if you're interested in wine. Ed Roberts. What a guy. Ed Roberts from the Kansas City Weather Podcast and also uh, Looking Out the Window. I think it's Looking Out the Window. Yeah. Anyway, Ed, what a great guy he is. Uh, Was really looking forward to meeting Ed. He was one of my first... Uh, listeners that that really gave me a lot of encouragement as uh, as also he's a podcaster as I said uh, so I'm really glad that he made uh, he made his way out here to California met Chris Christensen amateur traveler podcast John Chambers the one minute podcast 
our One Minute Tips podcast, Chris McIntyre, who does who has uh, the Podcast Alley website, and of course now owned by Pod Show. But Chris is a great guy, extremely busy guy. Uh, met Dan Class from the Bitters Pill. Saw him again. Of course, uh, Dan and I go way back, so uh, it was good to see him again. And then I'm sure that there are many other podcasters I met who have slipped my mind, and I ask you to please forgive me. I was tired, and just as you're tired, and uh, though I'm rested now, some of you have uh, slipped out of my mind while I was putting down these notes. Please forgive me. And there were some listeners that I met, some listeners, especially on Saturday, that came down and said, I came down to meet you, and thank you for coming out to meet me. Um, I've forgotten your names. You know, I, I'm 52. You know, the hard drive is about full. and <laughs> There are some sectors going bad on the hard drive. So please forgive me. It was a real honor to have you come down and say hi, and I really appreciate it. Saturday night, after the expo was officially over, I took some friends uh, down to really, really a beautiful place. It's a place that even I like to go shopping, and that's saying a lot. Anyway, down there, there is a uh, restaurant called Lucille's. And uh, I took uh, John Wall, Ed Roberts, uh, Ron from Griddle Cakes, Leanne and I, and we went down and, and had dinner at Lucille's. It was an hour and a half wait, but it was worth it. I think they'd probably all say that. So, and then Sunday, which was totally after the, the expo, you know, Saturday was just, you know, the expo closed and we went and had this dinner at Lucille's. But Sunday after church, Ron from Griddle Cakes um, had several of us over uh, to his house. And uh, if you are a, a Griddle Cakes radio listener, I got to see the, the glass wall out back that he talked about on one of his shows with his, his fight with, with the Homeowners Association. And I got to see the chess set that he used to play with his uh, play chess with his grandfather that he talked about. Oh, that was an awesome thing to see. And so, uh, Ron from Griddle Cakes, I want to thank you so much and, and your lovely wife. It was a real joy to come over there and, and spend some extra time with you. I missed John Bell, who does Bells in the Bad Free, and Miss Sadie Schmackelheimer. <laughs> <laughs> by just minutes, I guess. They came, they were early, but we were late. Oh, I'm so disappointed that I missed John Bell. I guess he's just, just a crazy man. <laughs> John, of course, is the one that is the other voice with me on the phone call for the GoDaddy spot. Yeah, so um, I was really sorry that I missed him. Bruce Murray was there from the Zedcast, and he flew in from Nova Scotia to be at the show. Before he flew out, he said, hey, is there anybody going over to Ron's house, in an email he said this, that could give me a ride from Ontario down to his place? And one of the other guys said, yes, I can, I'll you know, give you a ride. And so I was going to tell him that I would give him a ride, but this other fellow beat me to it. And so I said, okay, as long as the ride is covered, no problem. Well, so that afternoon on Sunday at Ron's house, Bruce shows up. But I guess he'd hired a cab, and it cost him like $95 for the ride because this other fellow who'd said he could make it ended up he wasn't able to make it for family reasons. And so I felt so bad that I hadn't gone by to pick him up. I mean, it would have been a little bit out of the way, but no big deal. I mean, this is what you do for friends, right? So near the end of the, the uh, our time there at Ron's house, I said, so how are you getting to LAX? Because that's where he was going to fly out. And he said, well, I'm not really quite sure. So I said, hey, I'll give you a ride. And so I, I gave um, Bruce Murray a ride uh, to the airport. And uh, it, was, it was a joy to do that. 
So, Bruce, again, um, I'm, I'm glad I got to spend the extra time with you. And if you have not listened to the Zedcast, you need to do that. Uh, Bruce is intelligent. He tells a great story, and he's entertaining. And yet, uh, you, you owe it to yourself to listen to the Zedcast. Okay, enough of Expo stuff. Go. 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 Daddy. Hi. GoDaddy's the source for domain names, you know. Web hosting and some fantastic tools for maximizing your internet presence, me bucko. Steve Webb has been a customer of GoDaddy for years, he has. And he's not made them walk the plank yet. And here be some good advice to ye. Use one of the Lifespring discount codes when you buy from GoDaddy. For instance, when you buy more than 30 doubloons, uh, dollars, for GoDaddy services, enter code LS2 and save $5. For all the codes, sail on by their show notes website at lifespringpodcast.com. Steve will be thanking you for the support. Okay, we're going to do the phone call. Uh, remember last week I said that I was going to be doing some airtime? And that I solicited you to send in some questions for an Ask Steve thing that I would do at the at the show. Well, it didn't quite work out that way, So, but I had some people send questions in. And I told you that the best question that I selected would win a brand new iPod Shuffle. Well, I'm going to do that. I'm going to honor that. You went to the work <laughs> to think of a question, to phone, the, phone it in to 206-350-CALL. And uh, I told you that I would uh, award an iPod, and so that's what I'm going to do. So right now, let us listen to the question that is the winner. My question is this. Um, I've recently been improving, attempting to improve my, uh, my walk with God. And I was wanting to know when, uh, when it comes time for me to decide something, uh, the voices uh, that, that you hear in your head. How do I know uh, which voice is God telling me what to do and and so being the the voice that i need to follow um, any insight that, that you can give me on that would be helpful thank you sir oh oh, oh that hurt sir oh sir oh, that hurts <laughs> don't call me sir <laughs> and the voices in your head you know we could make we we could make uh, jokes about that couldn't we uh but we're all we're all friends here but we won't we won't make <laughs> we won't make uh jokes about that but it is a wonderful question. That is a question that many of us, well, probably all of us, have asked at one time or another. You know, we're seeking God. We're, you know, saying, God, you know, what do you want me to do? Or, or you know, all kinds of questions we often have for God. And we, we want him to respond. How do we know? Sometimes, you know, we, we say, okay, is that just me talking to myself? Uh, how do I know it's God? Well, First, let me tell you that it might surprise you that if you're a believer, you have already heard the voice of God. Yeah, because Scripture says in John chapter 6, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, they will all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to the Father and learns from him comes to me. So if you're a believer, you've already heard God's voice. So it was really the voice of God that drew you into a relationship with Jesus. Now, isn't that cool? Now, remember, that's just the beginning, though, right? As with any healthy and meaningful relationship, the communication becomes a deeper and richer thing as you get to know him better. 
At least that's how, how it should be. And you know, that really is the key. It's funny how some people will go along just doing their own thing, not concerned about God or what his desire is for them, and then do and, and then when trouble comes along, they start praying. Please, God, tell me what to do. I'm listening, God. Speak to me, O God. God? God? Why can't I hear you, God? Are you there? Do you hear me? God? God? Oh, I guess you don't love me. Or maybe you're not even there. Well, now, all along, God may have been answering, but since they haven't cultivated a close relationship with him or a friendship, they don't recognize his voice. Here's kind of a sad example. This is true. My parents were divorced when I was three years old. Now, without going into all the gory details, let me just say that there was absolutely no contact between me and my biological father until I was 40 years old. He went on after the, he divorced my mom to have two more children with his next wife. Now, these children were my half-brother and half-sister, but I didn't meet either one of these people until my biological father died when I was 41. Now, they came into Southern California to attend the funeral. <laughs> A weird fact here. My bio dad lived only about 30 miles from me, and I never knew it. Anyhow, at that time when he died, and they came into Southern California for the funeral, I developed a friendship with my younger half-brother over the next couple of years. But then circumstances separated us for the next, well, almost 10 years. I didn't hear from him in all that time. Well, just a couple of weeks ago, he phoned me. Stephen, he said. I said, yeah, who's this? This is your little brother, he said. I didn't recognize his voice because we had not maintained contact with one another. If you want to recognize the voice of God, you have to cultivate a close relationship with him. John 10, 27 says, and this is Jesus speaking, he says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. See, another thing to keep in mind is that when we look at Scripture, many times it was with people who were seeking after God in a persistent and a sincere manner that got his attention and then heard from him. Think of the woman who needed to be healed and broke through the crowd around Jesus as he was walking one day. I mean, the crowd was all around him. And you know what it's like to be, you know, pushing and shoving and walking in a, in a crowd. You know, the, you, you just... People are all around you. Well, this woman thought that if she could just touch his coat, she would be healed. And the scripture says that Jesus felt her when she touched him. Now, the disciple said, well, what do you mean? Who, who touched you? You've been you know, in this crowd. Of course, somebody touched you. He says, no, someone touched me in a different way. And then he found her and he spoke to her and he healed her. But she was persistently pursuing him for a purpose. She got his attention and he spoke to her. But then there's Noah. Now he wasn't actively trying to hear God's voice. He was just living a life that was pleasing to God and God noticed him and God spoke to him. And of course God gave Noah a reason to live. I mean, God gave Noah a job. So living the godly life is something that makes it possible to hear his voice as well, isn't it? 
Think about all the examples in Scripture. Here's just a few uh, examples. You had Adam, Noah. All these people heard from God. Adam, Noah, Abraham, Job, David, Isaiah, Peter, Thomas, Paul, John, who wrote the book of Revelation. These are just a few examples. And each one of these people knew when God spoke to them, they knew that it was God speaking. There was no mistaking it. Well, how do we get to know his voice? What specific things can we do? Well, one of the things is to read the Bible. And don't just read it. Study it. Dig into it. Get yourself some good Bible study tools. Things that help you look into the the original languages, the Hebrew and the Greek. Do some digging. The more you do that, the more you'll get to know the voice of God. I guarantee it. Because he speaks, he speaks to us through his scripture. And then you want to pray. Not just when you're in trouble. And not just when you sit down at the dinner table. But you just want to pray through the, throughout the day. And a very important part of prayer. See, prayer is a conversation. I covered this a little bit. And I did a, a little short series on prayer. And I said that prayer is a conversation. And a conversation is therefore not one way. It's not just us bringing a laundry list to God saying, these are all the things that I want. But giving God time to talk back, to respond. So that means sometimes our prayer time is just a time of silence, just listening. A good time to do that is after you're reading the scriptures. Then spend some time. I'm not going to tell you how long. Every day is different. But you know what? The more you do it, the longer you're going to find you're going to want to do it. But spend time Just be quiet and listen to God. He often speaks in those times. Another thing to do is to spend time with like-minded people, other believers. But not only just, not just your peers. To be sure, yes, you want to be with other believers, but not only people who are just like you. Spend time with believers who are older than you or younger than you, other ethnicities, other backgrounds, God sometimes speaks through them. And just as important as spending time with other believers is spending time with unbelievers. Be salt, be light, be a friend, be consistently the face of God in the face of unbelievers. Show his love, show his grace, don't compromise. But be love in the face of doubt and even hate. Let me share with you a specific time when I heard the voice of God and it changed my life. There was a time back in 1984 that I had been working in the church um, on a volunteer basis, the church that I attend, um, doing some tech stuff. I'm the guy that puts the the uh, the stuff up on the on the on the screen during Sunday morning service. I put the the sermon notes up there, and I put the the the, the uh, song lyrics and things like that. I create graphics, all right. And I was <laughs> my job being windshield repair is a job where, you know, it's a no brainer type thing. I've been doing it for nearly 20 years now, and so when I'm when I'm working, it doesn't really engage my brain. And so sometimes what I like to do is just to have some of those times of prayer and worship. And I was praying to God one day, just just loving him and thanking him for his goodness, 
and thanking him for his patience with me and for his grace and for his love and for just um, giving me a second chance after I had uh, just really blown it. I'd been serving him for some time at this point after the after my time of forgiveness and my time of falling away and et cetera, et cetera. But uh, it's good sometimes to remember where we come where we came from when God reached down and, 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 and saved us, you know? And I was doing this one day. And I was just having a time of, of worship and love with God. And I said, God, is there anything else that I can do for you? And God said to me, and it was not in an audible voice in my ears, but he said to me as clearly as, as anything, he said three words. He said, proclaim my name. Now, since I was doing graphics in the church, I thought that he meant something to do with graphics. And so I went home that, that night and I began to try to do some things you know, with art and with graphics and with, with my computer and stuff. And, you know, nothing was just coming together. But I continued to try and, and discern what God meant when he said, proclaim my name. And then I heard this radio show with Leo Laporte in 1984, October. He did an interview of this guy by the name of Adam Curry. I didn't know Adam from Adam. <laughs> But they, talk, they were talking about this new technology called podcasting, of all things. And it sounded kind of interesting, and I just kind of filed it away in the back of my head. Didn't really give it a whole lot of thought, but, you know, you hear something, and it, it just kind of gets registered, and that's what happened. And then a week or two later, I'm camping with the Cub Scouts, with Timothy, my youngest boy. We're in Joshua Tree, which is a desert. And some of you have heard this, and if you've heard this, then, you know, forgive me, you can fast forward a couple of minutes. But if you haven't heard this, keep listening. So I'm camping, and one morning at 2.30, I'm in the tent, I'm in the sleeping bag, it's cold, I'm all snuggled in, and I'm not the kind of guy that wakes up in the middle of the night. But at 2.30, I woke up, and it was God. I know it was God because he began to fill my heart and my mind and my thoughts with this podcasting thing. Now, I had had enough interest to look and see what kind of Christian podcasts there were. And the only thing that was there was, I think, if I remember right now, it's like four churches who were putting their sermons up as podcasts. And then I think there was a, a Hindu or a Buddhist. You know, there's two other non-Christian religious podcasts. And that morning at 2.30, God told me, in the same way he said, proclaim my name, God told me that he wanted to have a part in this whole podcasting thing. He said that um, the very first mass medium was the printing press. And the first thing that was done on the printing press was the Gutenberg Bible. And he said, I want to have a part in this medium. And then he began to you know, fill my mind with ideas for this podcast that would be a, a way to reach out, to talk to, to help answer some of the questions that, that you know, new believers have or, or people that don't really have the whole God thing figured out, people that are curious about God. So that was October of 2004. And in November, I put up the very first Life Spring. And now here we are on number 108, 
And uh, when you take all the, the shows in the LifeSpring family of podcasts, I've done over 200 podcasts. And so was that God talking to me that morning? You bet it was. Sure. And you know what? I had absolutely no doubt. He was so clear when he said, proclaim my name. And he was so clear when he began to fill my mind with the thoughts for this, this podcast that there was no doubt. I had the same assurance that that was him as Noah had when God said, build a ship. Now, I don't think it's probably going to take me a hundred years. I don't think I'll be alive for a hundred years to do this podcast like Noah was to complete that ark. But I had the same experience as Noah had. And you can too. It's not that I'm anybody special. Believe me, I am nobody special. Please, I'm not saying that. You can have the same experience. I don't know what God is going to call you to do, but I do know that God has a purpose for you. And I know that God will lead you. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. And he calls each one of us to something, at least one thing in our life. And usually it's, it's much more than that. I mean, he leads me on a daily basis. Do I hear his voice in the same way as I did that, that morning at 2.30? No. But because I am so intimately aware of him, because I pursue him, because I, I told him a long time ago that whenever he asks me to do something, the answer is going to be yes. I, without even knowing what he's going to ask, the answer is yes. Because I told him that, he speaks to me. Now, understand, I've spent years studying his word. That's important. That's, that is um, a key. That is a, a building block. That is something that without that, you'll never know God's voice. And then there's the prayer, as I said, and just seeking after him. So here are some things to, to ask yourself when you think you may be hearing God, but you're not quite sure. If you feel that God is speaking a message to you, but you're not really sure if it's from God, listen to these questions. And ask yourself, number one, does it line up with the Bible, the written scriptures? Because we know, and we've talked about this just recently, 2 Timothy, I believe it is, or 1 Timothy 3.16 says, but all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, etc. Okay, so you got to know your Bible. Number two, does it lead you into a closer relationship with God? He's not going to ask you something that's going to take you away from him, Right? That would never happen. Number three, does it lead you into expressing love? Which is putting God's benefit and the benefit of others before your own benefit. Yeah. Does it lead you into expressing love? God is love. And he's not going to ask you to do something that doesn't express that. Another question. Does it lead to a dying of yourself and a greater manifestation of Christ? in you. Now what does that mean? That means just does it does it lead you into doing something where you are less important, where Jesus is the one who who gets the spotlight. Okay? That was number 4. Number 5. Does it cause a greater humility in you and a greater dependence upon upon God? There's no way in the world that I could do this this podcast and this whole family of podcasts on my own. That's my energy, you know, the, the human part of me sometimes gets tired. But if it wasn't for God, I, I wouldn't sustain this. I would have pod faded, to use a term, a long, long time ago. 
It takes a great deal of effort. I do it, though, because I'm called to it, because I love it, and because I love you. I really do love you. Many of you, most of you, I've never met, and I will probably never meet in this life. But you're part of my family. I do this for you. I know you're there. I see the numbers. I know there's lots of faces out there, and I know there's lots of hearts that are curious about God or who love God. And I do this for you. So, does it line up with the Bible? Does it lead you to a closer relationship with Him? Does it lead you into expressing love? Does it lead you to um, lifting up Jesus and putting Him in the spotlight? Does it cause greater humility in you and a greater dependence upon God? And lastly, does it cause a greater love, joy, and peace from God in you? If you are doing something that that causes you a great deal of turmoil and stress and it's just a, a job to do it, chances are you're not in the spot God wants you to be. But if you are called into something that you just love doing. I mean, certainly there are times where you're going to get tired. Certainly there are going to be times where uh, it gets tough. But at the same time, you love it. Okay? Love, joy, and peace. If you find that in your heart when you're doing that, then you're in the right place. So six questions that might help you. They'll help you to determine whether or not it is God speaking or just you. There have been times in my life where I've thought, okay, now is this me or is this God? And so you pray about it. Now here's something else to do too, is talk to other godly people, people that you trust, people that you know spend time with God. Spend time with them. Ask them. See what they say. That's called getting godly counsel, and that's scriptural too. So, Ed... I hope this has been helpful for you, and I hope it's been helpful for, if you're not Ed listening right now, if you're not Ed, I hope this has been helpful for you as well. But Ed, because you sent the question in, your iPod shuffle will be coming to you shortly. And I really thank you for, for um, participating, for sending the, the, uh, the question in, and thanks to everybody who sent in questions. Now, <clears throat> Earthlink got some bad press when they announced that they were installing uh, free Muni Wi-Fi access in New Orleans. Did you hear about this? You read it in the news. And people started blogging and saying, great, now they have free Internet, but no food or shelter. You know, as if that was somehow Earthlink's fault. OK, now, if I'm a large company looking to do something to help people in need. OK, and I know how to do a thing. Uh, internet service, for example. Don't you think that's what I'd bring to the table and offer up? Hmm. Maybe. Why would Earthlink offer to rebuild houses or provide food when they have no expertise in those fields, right? I, for one, think it's great that they're doing something down there. But you know who fought them? The telcos. The cable companies, of course. Thinking about a new Internet provider? Give Earthlink a try. At least they're trying to help and not get in the way of progress. This was sent to me by my good friend Steve Gray. And it's from the Character Counts Commentary by the Josephson Institute of Ethics. Listen, it says, Abe was fiercely independent, even at the age of 85, but after a mild stroke, his son insisted that he move in with him. Abe missed going to the park near his old apartment, and one Saturday he set out to find it. When he became disoriented, he asked a young boy where the park was. The boy named Timothy 
said that he'd like to take Abe there, but he didn't have time because he was looking for God. He needed to talk to him about why his parents were getting a divorce. Well, maybe God is in the park, said the old man. I'd like to talk to him too about why he's made me useless. They set off together to find God. At the park, Timmy began to cry about the divorce, and Abe lovingly held the boy's face in his hands and looked him straight in the eyes. Timmy, I don't know why bad things happen, but I know it's not because of you. I know you're a good boy, and your parents love you, and you'll be okay. Are you sure? Timmy asked. The man said, I'm sure. Timmy gave Abe a big hug and said, I'm so glad I met you. Thanks. I think I can go now. From across the street, Timmy's mother saw them hug. And when the boy came up, she asked in a worried voice, Who was that old man? Timmy said, I think he's God. Did he say that? She demanded. Timmy said, No, but when he told me that I'm going to be okay, I felt better. Only God can do that. When Abe got home, his son, in a scolding voice, asked, Where were you? Abe said, I was in the park with God. What makes you think it was God? Well, because he sent me a boy who needed me. And when the boy hugged me, I felt God telling me I wasn't useless. Maybe that's where you hear God. Well, if you want to contact me, it's easy. Just uh, email me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com or call the listener comment line at 206-350-CALL. You can even Skype me at lifespring underscore podcast. Yeah, it's easy. Contact me anytime you want. Next week, we'll get back on the series on, on the cults and other religions, and uh, we'll probably do that about another two or three weeks. It's not going to be a real long series, but one that I, I think is important because people have asked me. Jesus said, whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. You see, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, or your station in life. Jesus said, who do you say that I am? Life Spring is about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life today. I'm Steve Webb. I'm your host. And this has been Life Spring, where we hit you right between the ears with a message of hope, love, and good news. I'm Steve Webb, your host. God bless you. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, pod show, and limelight. Oh.